0: Can you give us those dates one more time?
1: I didn't give them to you at all, so let me give them to you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Exit Pursued by a Bear performs October 12th (laughs) through the 15th. It performs Thursday night at 7.30, Friday at 7.30, Saturday at 7.30, and Sunday at 2.30. And a secret for all your listeners... We're actually adding a special 2.30 matinee on Friday. If anyone like okay. to come to it, they would have to know secretly that it exists. But we're opening it up to staff and faculty and any community who find out about it or want to come. There's a Friday matinee. We're doing the same sort of schedule with Medea, which is November 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th.
2: Hello. Listeners, it's razzle dazzle time here in Howard County. And what a show we have for you today. Four rock stars. So let's get started. It's a full show. Take notes and enjoy it. Judy. All right. First rock star, Liz
0: Higgins. Oh, do I love her and the work that she does at HCC? If you have not seen a dance concert at HCC, you better find a way to get there. And we're gonna give you the dates, but she does amazing work and includes my favorite theme, social justice. Um, She puts it all together and it is just something to behold. And Liz, talk to us, tell us what we can expect and a little bit about what's going on at the dance department at HCC right now.
3: Good morning. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's always lovely to be with you. So I'm super excited about what's coming for this year at HCC Dance. The first show that we're going to be talking about today is our HCC Dance Showcase. And the dates are November 10th and 11th at 7 p.m., in Smith Theater in the Horowitz Center, beautiful theater. We're featuring the works of student choreographers as well as faculty works. And we have guest artists who'll be performing on the program. So there's a lot of diversity and unique voices being represented, lots of different dance styles and ideas and concepts. And like you mentioned, Judy, a couple of pieces are focused on social justice and themes surrounding, marginalized communities, and identity, which I always love featuring on the program, as well as dances that are really just about pure movement and the exploration of movement ideas. This year, in terms of our faculty works, we have Levi Coy, who is an adjunct faculty member with us, beautiful dancer, beautiful choreographer. And his solo that he's creating for himself deals with gender identity. He has several mannequins that are going to be on the stage, and he's talking about the way the body is viewed and the way we identify ourselves through gender, through body image. So it's a very interesting work. It's sort of focused on a dance film that he created this past summer, and this mm-hmm. is going to be an extension in through live performance. So that should be very interesting. He's in the creative process right now, so the work is not yet made, <laughs> but in process, our full-time faculty member, Darian Smith, is actually showing a much more traditional work this time around. His work is going to be a ballet piece. It's a trio with some beautiful dancers that are coming to us from DC and Baltimore. So you're going to see some glorious technique to some classical music, which is almost a departure for Darian because he's done some really contemporary work over the last few years. So I'm excited to see him working in this new world, or old world, (laughs) as you might think. (laughs) For myself, I'm uh, showing a piece that is actually gonna be a dance film that derives from a larger work that I created this summer in collaboration with Extreme Lengths, which is a production company based in DC. And this work was immersive and it was a large scale piece with set design where the audience viewed the dancers from either above or below So I'm collaborating with the associate producer of Extreme Links, Annie Peterson, and she and I are going to take the footage and work collaboratively to create a dance film version of the larger work that people saw in person over the summer. So I'm interested to see where that goes, kind of in reverse order from what Levi's doing. And finally, to round out our faculty works, we have Jenny Mill, which I'm super excited about. She is the Mm -hmm. theater coordinator at HCC and she's creating a dance theater work that's going to include stage combat, which she's an expert in. And she's also gonna be sort of hearkening to themes of identity and belonging and inclusion. And she's interested in in incorporating the entire cast for the very finish of her piece. So that's something that uh, I think the students will be really excited about. And so going to the student works, those are the four faculty works, there'll be four student works on the program. And these works are really diverse. Once again, we have Alyssa McKay, who comes from a liturgical dance background. So her piece is going to incorporate that vocabulary integrated with contemporary modern. And it's very meaningful to her because she's very passionate about her spirituality. so um, I
0: think they're even calling that spirit dance now. I know it is liturgical mm-hmm. dance, but I've heard it that way too. Excellent. Good good for me to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right?
3: We have Kara Karabrock, who, who is going to be creating a solo on herself, sort of about her overcoming some great challenges in her life. She's sort of on the tail end of some really personal, difficult times regarding health. And so this is sort of a celebration of her coming out on the other end. So, of course, it is lovely to have that kind of an energy on the program. We also have Phoenix Schofield, who showed her work last year and is going to expand. She did a duet last year. Now she's working on a quartet. And this piece is really about a dancer trying to realize her vision and her dream and the obstacle she has to overcome in the process. So, again, Mm -hmm. very meaningful to her. And um, finally, rounding up the program is Jordan Dawson, who has danced with us for a few years, even though she's yeah. not a dance major. She's a biomedical mm-hmm. engineering major <laughs> in a remote program after she finished at HCC, but is a, is a beautiful dancer and choreographer. And she's doing a large production number, Coachella style, that's going to involve hip hop and jazz and contemporary movement with a lot of dancers. I think she has 11 in her cast that really just pure physicality and movement and celebration. So it's, it's really going to be everything from A to Z, which our programs often are. And that's what I love about teaching here at HCC is the diversity and the ability for everybody to have their own voice within one program and in one context.
0: Bravo. That's because of you, Liz. That is because of you. I mean, I tell you what, I can't think of anything missing. I think you have included <laughs> everything and captured the voice of today. You are doing daring, bold, diverse, edgy work. I I just love it all that you're putting it all in there and you're mixing it up with student and faculty. You've got community engagement. You've got all the blurb words, all of them going on. and. Um, Thank you so much for dancing outside of the box.
3: (laughs) Thank you. And uh, all we have to do is get that tap in there for you, Judy, which I'm working on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And for you, Carolyn, I know you're both (laughs) tappers.
0: Yes, we are. That's where we began together way long ago. That'll be another story for another time. Anyway, Liz, I know that you are so busy and I don't really believe you're one person with all you do, but bless your heart for giving us (laughs) some time here everybody put 10th and 11th of November on your calendar in big bold letters. And Liz, thank you. Keep up your great work and all your great contributions to the dance department at HCC. We so appreciate you.
3: Thank you so much. And it's lovely to be with you all. I wish I could stay and listen to everybody else, but I do have a class behind me waiting to start.
0: Hello. (laughs) I know. Well, you'll just have to listen in later. So thanks for being with us, Liz. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Yep, you too. Carolyn, tell us about our next guest.
2: Yes, from a dancer to a woman in the theater, we have Carol Van <laughs> Lehan here, who's taken over 100 young, talented teenagers into a new field, television. Tell us about your tribute to Hal Prince, Broadway's Kingpin, and certainly. Sir- <laughs> One of the people who could make a difference in theater.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you how the idea originated. Maybe that'll get us there. So a couple years ago, the Young Artists of America, which is an educational outfit out of Strathmore Center of the Arts, did a show about Tim Rice, which was presented on the Strathmore stage and at uh, Maryland Public Television. And last year, the senior vice president, I believe Travis Mitchell, came to Rolando Sanz, one of the co-founders and artistic director for YAA, and said, let's do another one, another show, someone new. And Rolando pitched Hal Prince. And so he asked me if I would write and direct it. So uh, that was a year ago in August. And so I went, straight to the Library of Performing Arts in New York and spent time there and in research and archives. And the idea of what I discovered is that it's so fascinating how how Prince went through the Depression and uh, went through kind of a dark period in his life. And that seemed to resonate, the more I spent time with it, it seemed to resonate with what the kids today are going through, that they've gone through this dark period in their lives and they're emerging from it if they are blessed with in mm-hmm. the arts. So we um we accentuated that and did a retrospective of his work. It was two acts at Strathmore, but in October there'll be an MPT special, which is an hour long version of that. I'll pause I'm, for you. I know I'm a chatter.
2: No, no, we love that.
4: <laughs> so uh...
2: What are the dates when it will be aired so people can...
4: Ah, uh, Saturday, October 14th at 7 p.m. And then the following day, Sunday, October 15th at 1 p.m.
2: And you've combined all of those songs that, that were part of a, a live performance and narrowed it down to, what, an hour?
4: Yeah, or, you know, with with uh, all of the credits and things, it's like 53 minutes, you know in 30 so, seconds, I don't know. But
2: <laughs> so who's next, Stephen Sondheim?
4: <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. We're kicking stuff, Sondheim's been done a lot. So it's very. it was very fun to go into Hal Prince because he had his tentacles, 28 Tony Awards. Oh, we fact check me on that. But he has the most Tony Awards of anyone because he started so young. Oh, he started when he was 27. So maybe that's where the number's coming from. I'll correct myself. Let's go 21 Tony Awards, I believe from pajama game through West Side Story, through his his life as a producer, then on to director. He has so much scope and the kids it became a, a huge educational experience. You know, just to talk through golden age through cutting edge work it is fantastic.
2: Carol, we look forward to it. So once again, as Judy said, big circles around your arts calendar, Saturday, October 14th, 7 p.m. Tune in to MPT. It will be repeated on the 15th at 1 p.m. And what I love about all the guests
0: on this show all of them continue to play the game, how do we top this? And you all just move <laughs> forward. And you know, that's that's the thing. And uh, of course the beauty of the arts is it just keeps us all going. I mean, I, I tell my students that all the time. I don't know what I would do if I wasn't in the arts. I have no idea, you know? So, but thank you for all the contributions that you have given to the youth in Columbia, everybody in Columbia, and now beyond Carol. So um,
4: awesome. Thank you, Judy. What a nice thing to say. Oh, okay. okay. I, I will heels know know the and truth. elbows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm going to so- head up now to MPT. We do the last screening right now. <laughs> so thank you (laughs) oh yeah good to see you all good to see you we can't wait
0: to see you in the next place (laughs) and we'll wait to hear what that next thing is if it's Stephen Sondheim or beyond okay
4: I'm Um, on the edge of my seat too so thanks all right I love it (laughs) okay bye
0: bye bye so our next superstar rock star is Bill Gillette and uh, he's sitting right there in his office at HCC And he continues to make the magic happen in the theater department, even through changes and so forth. And he has some kind of extraordinary works coming up, too, that we want to hear about and some of the shifts and changes in the theater department. So, Bill, thanks so much for being here.
1: Thank you, Judy. It's really great. I always enjoy coming on here and talking. So it's a... (laughs) It's been a little bit of a a period of change for us at Howard Community College. I'm now the chair of Performing Arts. As mentioned earlier, we have Jenny Mail, who's the coordinator of theater, and Liz, who just talked to us as the coordinator of dance. And we have Ben Myers, Dr. Myers, who's the coordinator of music as well. So there's so much going on here with the performing arts. It's probably don't have enough time to talk about it all. So, But let's start with theater, because I am a theater professor at heart, and as I was trained to be. And uh, we have uh, the fall is uh, (laughs) it's all theater based off of revenge. We have a fall of revenge. Uh, The first play is a play by Lauren Gunderson called Exit Pursued by a Bear, which is a play about a young woman who has been um, abused by her husband and has concocted a plan of revenge. The play opens with that husband duct taped to his recliner. She and her friends are going to act out all of the terrible things that have ever happened uh, in their marriage and then leave him covered in honey and venison for a bear to come in and eat him. So that is the, the clever plan that come up that it is a comedy, believe it or not, a dark revenge comedy. Uh, and I think people are going to really enjoy it. It's also the first time we've been able to do a sort of a, a small cast production here right at the beginning of our season using some veteran actors who have come back to us from the previous Wonderful. year. So yeah, it's a great way to sort of make sure that we have space for them. And then we move right into, we're actually rehearsing them kind of at the same time right now. Uh, that is, uh, we're doing Medea. Jenny Male is directing Medea, that famous Greek Euripides play, another play about revenge. Poor Medea has been abused by her husband, Jason, Jason from the Argonauts and has two children. And now Jason's going to marry somebody else at the bidding of king creon and so she's going to maybe take her revenge in the best way she knows how and that is to keep his kids from him we're going to talk not talk about the end of the play because we might no. we, we might we might <laughs> no spoiler, tweak that a little bit. Yeah. we might tweak that a little bit for the sake of medea's story But we're going to be presenting it in this interesting South Asian, Indonesian Rondai style, which has a lot of movement and rhythm. And the chorus will be doing a lot of choreography and a drum will hold together the entire piece. But yet, Mm. the play still has, believe it or not, humor to it and and, and great moments of uh, sort of humanity. And we are happy to have our students involved with that. A much larger cast. I think they have around 16 in that cast and, so not just students. We have actually a staff member in the first play and a staff member in the second play as well. So we're excited that we can we can offer opportunities for the community as well as for our students and staff to perform. Should be a whole lot of fun.
0: Can and you just, give us those dates one more time?
1: I didn't give can, them to you at all. So let me give them to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Exit Pursued by a Bear performs October 12th <laughs> through the 15th. It performs Thursday night at 7.30, Friday at 7.30, Saturday at 7.30, and Sunday at 2.30. And a secret for all your listeners, we're actually adding a special 2.30 matinee on Friday. If anyone okay. would like to come to it, they would have to know secretly that it exists. But we're opening it up to staff and faculty and any community who find out about it or want to come. There's a Friday matinee. We're doing the same sort of schedule with Medea, which is November sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. November is a sixteenth uh, is a Thursday, so Thursday at seven thirty, Friday at seven thirty, Saturday at seven thirty, and Sunday at two thirty. But again, we're adding that secret Friday two thirty matinee. If you know about it, you can come. Tickets are available at our box office. They're online right now. We have sort of limited seating for the first play, so please. I hope people will will get seats as quickly as possible
0: is there a performance with a talk back?
1: we're planning on having a talk back for that friday matinee of exit pursued by a bear and medea we're actually working on trying to set up sort of talking event before the show uh, a way oh interesting getting into it. there'll be more information about that coming up and if people can attend it'll be available on our website you'll find out about it there because both say- plays
0: sound like ones that, that, that bare discussion because I'm thinking of the revenge theme and I'm thinking of the song from Chicago, He Had It Coming, had it um, coming. mixed with Virginia Wolf, you know. So
1: <laughs> I'm like totally going
0: to be there. <laughs> that could have been that
1: theme for the fall. He Had It Coming.
0: Yeah, man. So
1: that's fantastic. I should also say there's an Indonesian tie-in with Medea, this, this sort of Ronda Indonesian style, where also uh music department has a guest performance coming in on october 27th a music and dance of indonesia being performed mm-hmm. in our anteabara recital hall that could be another great event for people who are interested in and in, and something new and something exciting and well quick- like i said
0: to liz you all there's nothing you don't include i mean we are <laughs> so completely wonderfully inclusive and of course i love that you've got the integration of all the arts going on here too yeah it sounds um so interesting and i love the twist and the spin that both you and jen do in your directing it's it's just clever at every turn it truly is
1: if i could put a quick little psa in for the, the for the spring speaking of the arts coming together we are doing a big spring musical this year we're going to be doing Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief, it's going to come up in in the beginning of May. And again, that's music and dance and and theater all combined into one great art form. Before that, earlier, we're going to be doing our first ever one-act festival. Student directors are going to be putting together some one-acts to perform, and that'll happen in March as well.
0: Yay. So, so many interesting things, new happening and some returning and whatever. But I love the fact that, you know, you're so inclusive of everyone everywhere. So bring it back the old, bring it in the new. And that, that the Lightning Thief, I did just have the opportunity to see maybe a year and a half ago. And that's a sort of happening show right now. I know the youth is pretty excited about it. So that should be great.
1: We're going to do it amazingly. It's going to be better than any performance you've ever seen before. I,
0: I completely expect that. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> That's the reputation you run on, Bill. So thank you so much. Anything else then upcoming? So we've got, you've got two back-to-back plays. So make sure that you have both of them on your calendar because they're both intriguing and a little bit alike and a little different at the same time.
1: Well, I don't. Anything
0: re- else we should expect?
1: Well, you should really look at all the great concerts that are coming up in the music program. In this fall alone, we have a faculty fantastic concert that's going to feature some uh, of our faculty, Bruce Castile's guitar, as well as singing by Lucy Chen and pianist, uh, one of our full-time faculty, Wader Wang, who's going to be uh, performing. So that'll be fantastic. And that's when I went, oh, Harmonies of Inspiration comes up actually earlier than that on November 5th with Cal Coughlin on the clarinet and a cello and a piano it's going to be another great experience of Ludwig von Beethoven sonata and some other great classical music so keep and i it think out. you should just
0: block out your whole november calendar that's
1: exactly <laughs> true
2: and wait till you hear our next guest what he brings to the theater
0: again yep yeah, Well, i think we have it all at HCC you know the saying that you can get there from here and all that so it's all it all comes together and again appreciate all the great people that continue to recreate themselves and the work that they do to meet the times we're in. So having said that, Adam Leatherman, I am so excited for the second annual Drag On. I was at the first, and I hope to be at all the rest upcoming. And I have a certain affinity for drag queens, and that may be a little clue on what we're going to talk about. So tell us your involvement and tell us about Drag On.
5: Of course. Well, uh, Judy and Carolyn, first, I want to say thank you so much for having me and for the opportunity to talk about our second annual Drag On Extravaganza. The Extravaganza is a uh, drag show celebrating all things drag during uh, October, which is LGBTQIA plus History Month. So this year's Extravaganza is going to be on October 5th in the beginning at 6 p.m. We're going to have a resource fair for our students and guests before the show to connect them to resources in the community, resources on campus. We'll have some some food and some drinks available, and we'll start the show off at 7. Uh, we're going to have it in the uh, Grand Hall of the Horowitz Visual and Performing Arts Center, and the show will kick off right at 7 in the uh, Smith Theater. We have a wide variety of drag performers on our, our wonderful cast of regional celebrity drag artists. We have Domingo St. X. Caden Amore Chloe, Washington Heights. And we're very excited. Returning from last year, we have King Molasses, who will serve as our host. And HCC's own Stelia Mans is returning as well. So we're very excited. We're encouraging everyone to come out to the event. It is free and open to the community. We're suggesting an age of, uh, of 13 plus uh, for our patrons, but encouraging everyone to use their, their discretion. And very excited to celebrate the LGBTQIA uh, plus community during October for for History Month.
0: Yes, isn't that? I think that uh, Gay Pride is at Meriwether. Am I right on October fifteenth? I think is.
5: Yes, the okay, uh, Howard right? County Pride is is hosting right. their event right. at Meriwether.
0: Yep. let's talk about the show itself. So it's just a little different than your everyday average drag show, which sometimes includes brunches or lunches or, you know, whatever. But because I I think it kicks it up even better. So, I mean, give us a little preview of besides just the acts, because it's a little different. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah. So it's going to be held in a a theatrical setting, usually. Right. uh, drag performances that people are familiar with are held in, in, in nightclubs or restaurants. So there's an opportunity to have larger production. Our, our Horowitz Center production team has been working really closely with the co-directors of the show, Darius McKeever and uh, Grace Anastasiatis in, in public relations and marketing, to produce a wonderful, very exciting show with great, uh, very exciting theatrical elements. It's It'll definitely be a sight to see. And leaning into History Month, it's also going to be a learning opportunity for those, those of us that might not understand what drag is or the importance and history of drag. So we're going to have an opportunity for a panel discussion uh, with our performers uh, during the show. And there might be an opportunity for some uh, audience involvement at the end. So you'll have to uh, come out and check it out.
0: That's why I say it's kind of like no other. And I think it's just wonderful that it's being theatrically produced with professionals that that give that little extra touch as well. And again, I guess we're in the continuing theme of HCC being at the top of its game for all that we do for the community and beyond. So please put again, hey, this is a date in October because Bill took up all of November with his date. Okay, it's October 5th. I hope some of you hear this before then, but mark it always to be seen because it's a -a one-of-a-kind show. And Adam, thank you so much for being a part of bringing it here and bringing it free and the educational value that it has for everyone as well. So, so appreciate all your work.
5: Of course. Thank you so much.
0: All right. So, wow, we had a lot today. So, Carolyn, any parting words
2: before we have to go? No, this was a great show, and I appreciate everyone who was on it today. But I do want to make one announcement. We are doing redoing A Labor of Love AIDS Benefit at HCC Monday, December 4th.
0: Yep, and that's a not to be missed, and hey, that gets us out of November. So, yeah, so... If I could chime in, because I'm going to promote Carolyn on this so she doesn't have to self-promote, but Carolyn has done a labor of love for how many years, Carolyn? How many years do we go back?
2: 1988 was the first, so it's around 30 30 years, I guess. Or
0: Yep. I mean, way back to when the AIDS crisis was really the crisis, and, and um, you know, we lost a lot of performers, of course, through that, and... Um, So she, maybe not through the pandemic, but as long as she could, she has done this show. And it is going to be a tribute to Kevin, who was a singer and a performer for Toby's. Uh, And Kevin McDonough, I want to make sure I say his full name. And um, he was loved by this community and, and we lost him. And so... Carolyn has strategically worked out to get this at the college stage. You know, that's no small <laughs> favor. So thank you so much, Carolyn, for your heart into that project. And may we always continue that as well. So, okay, well, there you are. This is the heart and soul of the performing arts on this show today. Thanks to everyone and all of the great people work that you're doing for everyone on campus and beyond. And I guess until next time, it's a razzle-dazzle. See you next time.
2: Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Media Podcast.